episode of it's not that bad podcast i'm fern here with dom hey i was explaining to dom i know we do it sometimes yeah we do you should know coming to this it is mostly spoiler alert yeah and if we don't advertise it (laughs) i think we'll try to a little bit more because i never realized like how frustrating it is when somebody spoils something yeah when you just when all you want is to, like some people like for instance with like game of thrones like you'll see people who oh, i'm not gonna go on the internet till i watch it or whatever blah 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 right or they'll be like oh i'm not gonna go here or here because i know it's gonna get spoiled and you think that you're doing that and then some fucking piece of shit asshole just happens to spoil it for you all willy-nilly, like, fucking piece of shit, like, oh, hey, yeah, oh, yeah, I know you didn't watch it, but mm, fuck you. It's like, you fuck. Um, but I think that if you're coming to listen to a review podcast, like, you should have already seen it, right? You want to get, like, our opinion on it. Yeah. Not be like, well, hopefully they don't spoil it for me. <laughs> it would be funny, though, like, if someone's legit listening to this <laughs> and be like, oh, I'm going to see what they're talking about in this one, and they're like, well, you guys just spoiled the whole movie for me. And it's like, that's our job <laughs> to do it. Like, it, that, that's also one of those things where I don't really understand with some people do, like, uh, spoiler-free reviews. Yeah. And, and like, I, I don't get me wrong, I get how they do it. And some people are really good at it. But at the same point, when you, if you ever watch any of that stuff, then they'll say, like, Oh yeah, you know the acting's really good, whatever, blah blah, blah right? But then they'll always most most of the time they always say like, "Oh yeah," and then um, there's a scene in there, and you'll know what scene it is, and blah blah blah, and you're the whole time you're thinking, "What scene is it? What scene is it?" Yeah. And so then you start anticipating, and you're like, "Is that it? Is that it?" So it's just as bad as like spoiling it. Yeah, and then they'll say like, "Like oh my god," and then uh, something's there's something in there that happens, and then you get so happy, and you're just like. What is it? So then, then you, yeah, and then it's it's kind of like uh, you start drawing those conclusions again of like, well, well, okay, I'm sitting in this movie and she said that something's gonna happen. So oh, this is gonna happen. Oh fuck. So this is gonna happen. Oh fuck. Is this gonna happen? Um. So I I almost never really watch those anymore because it's just yeah. it's dumb. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's true. It's kind of stupid. But I mean, if you navigate, you know, through trying to not get something spoiled and it gets spoiled, I think it's even worse. Like, it's one thing if you're watching something or if you're listening to us, right, and you know we have a disclaimer of like, hey, spoil anything we talk about, it's like, some, you know, spoiler alert. And sometimes we'll catch ourselves or whatever, but for most time we'll just talk. Like, yeah. we're talking about a movie, we're going to talk about a movie. Even if we're mentioning a movie, you know, sometimes we'll talk about whatever. Like, oh, you know. Yeah, Luke's father is, is Darth Vader. Oh, shit, spoiler, guys. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like, that's one thing when you're testing those waters. But when you watch something that is completely unrelated to that and it still gets spoiled for you, fuck that. 
Yeah. And that's when you get fucking knocked out right there. Yeah. You deserve Knock just you deserve that one hitter quitter because that shit's so stupid. Like you didn't have to say shit, but you said it. Yeah. You're a fucking asshole. Not Dom. I mean, that's for another episode. All right. Thanks. It's just, uh, it's just, it's it's so irritating when it's like I didn't even watch anything related. It's a completely different thing. Yeah. And they still fucking spoiled it for me. It's just. Uh, people are assholes, man. Yeah, that's pretty much what I've learned. It sucks. Well, other than that, yeah, I mean, sure, I, I guess I could have just stayed off the internet for three weeks or whatever, but <laughs> I purposefully went out of my way to be like, I'm not going to watch that or listen to that. But you know how hard it is to just stay off the internet? Yeah, it's pretty hard. Because my sister did it with Infinity War for like those like few days right before when they like lifted all the things on it, like the embargoes, yeah. like where you can't, where you can post your like spoiler reviews or your reviews of it or whatever. Yeah. And so she's just like, that's why we ended up seeing it earlier too. Also, was because that, and then like, I mean, obviously we really wanted to see it like really bad. I'm pretty smart when it comes to stuff like that. Even like checking. Uh social media and whatnot it's mm. it's always a gamble but most of the time it's like i don't think i'm gonna go to instagram and swipe up and someone's like oh yeah thanos spoiler alert thanos killed everybody you know what i mean so it's like most of the time i know that's not gonna happen now you're gonna be like super conscious about it <laughs> i might just because it irritated me that much. Okay. But like, but like, um, that's what I kind of hate with like YouTube. And I will sometimes if I'm trying to really try to move away from like getting something spoiled. I won't watch anything on YouTube unless it's like, oh, I'm looking this up. Yeah. So, you know, I have to go out of my way to look that up. But like scrolling through my normal feed or whatever, because sometimes people will put like, um, like Infinity War uh, surprise. What does Captain Marvel mean? It's like you serious? Yeah, like you're such a fucking dick. Like, and and that stuff like that literally happened within its first like week, like yeah. the whole weekend actually. So, like shit like that really irritates me. Like it, it it's kind of like if you're if you download this podcast and. You know, we're reviewing Infinity War and we're like, oh, Infinity War podcast. Does Thanos killing half of everybody really matter? Yeah. Like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you, whether or not you're listening to it to to find out is whatever. Because someone could just be like scrolling through and, you know, maybe they download this podcast but didn't see the movie yet. Yeah. Um, because, you know, the, things automatically download. And then they see that shit and they're like, wait, what? He kills half the people? Fuck. You know, yeah. it, that's more irritating than anything. It's just like those fucking but clickbaits. Why do you need to put on? Oh, yeah, it's clickbait. Yeah, it's clickbait. It's not as bad as like the stupid like wannabe uh, like famous vloggers or pranksters or like, I almost died. And then there's like, yeah, no, I was choking really hard and, and stuff and. It just felt like, oh, you know, couldn't get it out in time. But I did, and I'm fine. It's nothing. So that means you almost died? Well, I mean, like, you know, if it's 
stayed in there and like there was more stuff, I could have died. So like But that doesn't mean you almost died. That means yeah. you choked on something. Yeah. I a lot of that shit like <laughs> when I see my sister or my nephews look that stuff up, I'm like, so fucking stupid. Like they know what they're doing, <laughs> assholes. But anyways, enough with the spoilers right now. Let's get to some spoil some stuff. This is the fucking news. Creative team switch up. John Lasseter gets replaced by Jennifer Lee and Pete Doctors, heads of Pixar and Disney animation creative team. Lee will head Disney animation and Doctor will head Pixar. What do you think about that? Pretty cool. At first, I didn't understand why. Oh, because of all the sexual assault? Yeah, I didn't didn't know any of that. And so I just thought maybe because of... Like a lot of changes happening. Yeah, I was thinking like, okay, you know, there's just because what what I first heard, it's like that he was like he's like the heart and brains yeah. of Pixar and stuff, mm-hmm. and they're getting rid of him. I was like, why would they do that? Because shake, 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 they're shaking it up. Yeah, and that's what I I just legit that's what I thought, and I was like, okay, I mean, things like that happen all the time. I yeah. guess that makes sense. Yeah, then like his allegations <laughs> came out. I was like. Oh, because well, when they I, put him on leave for like half a year. Yeah, I'm just saying. Like technically, he wasn't supposed to get let go till I think the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's why I that's why I was thinking like, oh, it's like a courtesy thing. Like, hey, we're going a different direction. You know, blah blah. blah. Yeah. They're like, oh no, he did all a bunch of women. All right, no, I think it was more of like he was just inappropriate, right? Yeah, he was just inappropriate with them and stuff. I mean, he could have diddled them. Yeah, so I was like, oh, okay. You know, that's that's shady. But then when you read into it, some people were saying that he was like ripping off a bunch of other people. Like, I don't know if it was that one Pete guy. Pete Doctor. Yeah, he's staying Pixar. Yeah. There was some he was they were saying that, like, he takes credit for a lot of work. Oh, OK. Pete and, Doctor does. No, no, no. The, oh, the other, John Lasseter. Yeah, the John Lasseter guy. Like yeah. he was taking credit for a lot of work and stuff and that. Yeah, he's kind of a shitty dude anyway. It's just crazy because it's like, that guy's been there since the beginning. Yeah. That's why I was like, when I first heard it, that's where people, the way that, because sometimes I'll start reading things and, or like, I'll read a headline and be like, I don't want to read that, whatever. And then it'll come up again and again. I'm like, okay, so I'll read something and it's just like kind of shitty writing. So then I won't read it all the way. Yeah. And so a lot of the time it was like. Talking about how he's been there in the beginning and stuff like that or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And with the the two articles, they started off with all that stuff, right? Yeah. Him leaving and blah, blah, blah and all this stuff. And, like, he's been there forever. Then the, the next one, I guess, is where they get to it. But I didn't get that far. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah. But then, then I find out. I was like, oh, okay. Because I first heard about it maybe a week ago. Really? About him, like, stepping down or, or him taking leave or whatever. They didn't mention any allegations. They just said, like, I wonder what's well, going to happen. They, they talked about it, like, a little while ago. But they've... See, I think because it's Disney, they kind of wanted to keep it more like, shh, yeah. we don't talk about that. So they kind of said it, like, earlier this year. And they were like, oh, he's going on leave because of some, like, misconduct and stuff. And people were like, oh, it's sexual misconduct, obviously. Uh-huh. And so then, like, they... He's been on just like a, like yeah, like you said, like a leave for like six months. And like I was reading an article not too long ago that they were talking about it still. And I was like, huh, he's still on leave? And then <laughs> now this, and it's yeah, like, well. See, I think maybe that's why, because 
there was such a long period of time where they were like, oh, people kind of know. So, you know, we'll, we'll have to talk about it right now, put it in the back, whatever. Yeah. But that's cool. Like, it's that girl from Frozen, right? Like she Jennifer Lee. Yeah, and then she oh, like produced know. Frozen or something. Oh, like did that. she? Yeah. Uh, I would. I, that that's probably why she got it. It's because it's like, well, <laughs> you're one of your biggest hits in years. Might as well make that person. I think she produced it. I don't know. If she directed. It. I don't know who directed it. But either way, she had a big hand. I think she had a big hand in it. So that makes sense. And it's cool that they they split it up too. Yeah, um, I like that too. Well, I think. Before it was divided. Yeah. Uh, but they made John Lasseter because they were trying to, like, it was at that time when um, Disney, like, animated films weren't doing too well. and Like, it was, like, kind of here and there. and But Pixar was still doing good. And so they were like, well, Pixar's doing good. Like, if we bring in somebody from Pixar, obviously they'll be able to make this great. And obviously. And the well, the first thing he did was he was like, "Well, let's make an, another two D animated film, Princess and the Frog." Oh yeah, yeah. Then they completely changed it all over, and they're like, "We're not doing that anymore. We're not doing any <laughs> hand drawn animation anymore." Yeah, it's just played out. Yeah. Sticking with Disney, Fox accepts Disney's offer. Disney and Fox have agreed upon a bigger acquisition deal following a competing bid by Comcast. I mean, like I said, the, there's there's people saying that there's this girl Grace Rudolph, Randolph, can't remember. She's a YouTuber, movie, yeah, goer, writer, whatever. She does a lot of those like inside business stuff really well. She was talking about it, and she was saying that the cash offer was it was really enticing for a lot of people in like the Fox camp. Yeah, but whoever that one guy, I can't remember anyone's name. But the one dude who has like like a, a big share or the majority, I can't remember. In Fox? Yeah. He originally wanted the Disney deal to go down because he, I guess like she was saying that it was like in hopes that his sons could get jobs. Oh, with, with Disney? Disney? When the, uh, was it Comcast? Comcast. Comcast came up and it was a cash offer. They were like, well, let's just go with this one. It's cash. And that's what the whole thing was of like. Well, they're offering cash and they're just offering stock, but technically the stock's more, but the cash is now. Yeah. But if you get the cash now, then you get, you you know, you get taxed a lot. But if you take, take the, the stock. stock, then you don't have to worry about that. No. So when they brought the cash offer, the, the partial cash offer, they're saying that most likely it was going to go through. Yeah. And yeah, and it did. And it's pretty cool. So now you know what? Silver Surfer pop up in the next finally uh, Infinity War. Jeez, and finally then, they can have Galactus in there. They can do Doctor Doom. They can do and they then can, and then the X Men just fly up in there. The yeah. X Wing and like everyone just pretends that they always been there. Yeah, duh. Oh yeah, yeah. Deadpool's been there the whole time. I think I would like that a little bit more. Yeah, <laughs> they're, just like, <laughs> they're just like yeah, we've been here the whole time. Yeah, because you would assume like. Because you could assume that this stuff did happen and, you know, that the reason why these people or these people what do you were mean in, these in, these, people? in these movies, the mutants, oh, okay. those dirty, rotten mutants, <laughs> like weren't in certain movies because they were dealing with like their other, their own stuff, you know yeah. what I mean? And they couldn't, or they could do stuff where but, maybe they were there, but, you know, they were just elsewhere. 
But then will there be some dumb like nerd out there who complains? Yeah, but see, it's kind of like in Captain America: Winter Soldier. How come like when all this stuff was going down, like all the other Avengers weren't helping him? Okay, but like, so why would the uh, mutants like be dealing with this and like none of them help them? Go get laid. <laughs> <laughs> it's exciting. It like I yeah. I, I mean, I understand. Yeah. What it could mean. And yeah, it's kind of Messed shitty. <laughs> Especially like how Disney's been too. Like they kind of been strong arming yes. a lot because they're like, well, we make, we've been making money and our shit's number one. So we can we can say this and we can do these things and you're going to have to follow. And if not, then I'm going to pull my fucking movie. Yeah. Oh, and then what? You're not going to have no one have anyone there. Yeah, suck a dick movie theaters. Yeah, take that. So that is shitty, but I mean, I'm looking at it more of like a more of a creator, I guess. Yeah. Vision and knowing that they have a lot to work with. It's kind of exciting. So I hope something happens. Well, I mean, I know things are going to happen, but I hope something happens soon. Yeah. Like, remember the whole Spider-Man thing happened because the talks went to table. Yes. Then we got Spider-Man even before any of this shit happened. Yeah. If they had planned to move this way, they could have some sort of clause where like, all right, we'll use these characters mm. for, for this. And then if nothing happens, then we'll either strike up a deal to use the characters again later on, or we'll just... Say it's like a one-time thing or whatever. You know what I mean? I don't okay. know. They could do. They could do some shit like that. So maybe I don't know. It's wishful thinking. I know next movie's gonna come and Silver Surfer is not gonna come in and and he's gonna say like, oh yeah, like you know, Galactus disappeared and everyone's like, who's Galactus? And it's like, what? <laughs> but you never know. You never know. <laughs> you never know. Speaking of movie theaters, AMC is launching their own kind of subscription. So AMC Theaters is set to launch its rival to MoviePass on Tuesday, June 26th. The theater chain's new ticket subscription service, which is called AMC Stubbs A-List, will give moviegoers the opportunity to see three movies per week for $19.95 a month, which comes to like 12 movies a month. Even though the pricing is still more expensive, it's like $10 more. I feel like you'll be able to reap the benefits like way better because then are you you're part of their subs club rewards then yeah so then you you're getting like discounts and like you're getting ahead of people in line and you're you're getting like free stuff right because you're racking up the points yeah. and then so then you get to see i think that's way better than movie pass because so it's like movie passes losing their damn mind and we're reaping all the benefits yeah <laughs> <laughs> Because did MoviePass do something where they reinstated, like, the 30 movie thing? No. I think they were trying They were trying to walk back the, you can see the same movie. Because I don't know where I was listening to it, but someone said something about they got it when they got rid of, like, that whole thing. And then, like, they when they brought it back, they said, but the people who have the card already, it doesn't work for them. Mm-hmm. And they're saying like, "What? Like, what the fuck? We're playing the same and everything just because I came in, you know, 
at this transition time. I don't remember, but it was recent. It was like recent, recent. So that's why I was wondering, like, did they reinstate that or is it like, a, I don't I know. I don't know. But I, um, I mean, I got rid of it yeah, because okay. that's, I, I was just so upset that it was like, oh, only what, what did they switch it to? What? Like once a, no, once a week or something. No, I don't oh, remember what they did. Was it like five movies a month or something Or like, like four that? movies a month. Yeah. And then you couldn't see the same movie again. And yeah, it was just like, this is stupid. But I think they were trying to walk back their whole, oh, you can you can see the same movie. But I told you in the app when I went to go see Infinity War, it wouldn't let me choose it because I'd already seen it. Well, maybe they just brought that back. Maybe that's maybe. what he was talking about. Because they were saying, but here's the problem is they had said people who have that plan prior to us changing the plan, you, you, you're basically grandfathered into it and it didn't happen to me at least. Oh yeah. 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 That's why I got upset. Cause it's like, but you should, then you should, if you're not going to keep to what you say, then don't say it. Yeah. Yeah. We, I mean, we called this already. Yeah. It's not that big of a surprise, but it's almost exactly what we're talking about. And I mean, it's, it's kind and it's better than Cinemarks too. Yeah, I mean you're, you're paying double the price, but you get more than one movie a month, and you still get the like all the like perks for the. Think about it like this: if you got it, you could go to the movie every day that you're off. Yeah, not have to worry about you know, like oh well, I can't, I gotta only use it this week. Yeah. Plus, you get the. I'm pretty sure it automatically signs you up for the stubs. Probably. Because you have to sign up for the stubs. And then there's a stub premium. Yeah. Which is the one you pay for yearly. Uh-huh. Which even, I like I said, even that's a good deal. Like, I think it's a good deal because you paid, I think I think right now they might have lowered it, but it was 12 at one point, And then one point it was $10. But for the year. And you rack up points super fast. Like, I... Pretty sure I, I saved like a hundred dollars like within within a first one year. Like not a year total, but like within a year. Dang, really? <laughs> yeah, because they'll they'll do things where it's like you get after you you gain so many points from like buying tickets and buying concessions and stuff like that. There's also like they do the whole things where, hey, if you go see Jurassic Park opening night, you get double the points. <coughs> Or, hey, if you come to movie theater this day and you buy like the like the large combo deal, then you know you double your points or you get a half off and stuff like that. Cool. So it all adds up. And then you know sometimes they even send you stuff of like, hey, you know, enjoy free drink on us or whatever. It racked up like crazy. And I mean, I never hated AMC. It was just always like. I think because Harkins in Arizona is such like a homegrown thing and they kind of cater to Arizonans yeah. that the movie experience going there always seemed a little bit better. Mm. And then, you know, as time went on and then like premium seats started to come through, yeah, it was like, okay, I kind of like this. And, and at first it was more of like, if you can afford it, you, you go. Yeah. But then movie theater started popping up everywhere with the seats and stuff. And then that's where Harkins yeah, <laughs> fell by the wayside. Yeah, they started seeing like, oh, maybe we should change too. Because they're getting there. Yeah, they they're just, getting there. They and just need to like, do better. Like when you go to AMC and you go to a Harkins, aesthetically, like the Harkins, the way the Harkins look now are a lot better. 
Mm-hmm. AMC is just a lot of like red and weird yeah. and yellow. And dumb. <laughs> One thing I like with AMC is they started to change all their theaters to the premium seats. Yeah. Which is, it's so weird because I'm not saying it's uncomfortable sitting in like a regular theater seat. But it definitely is uncomfortable sitting in a regular theater <laughs> seat. And you're so used to like propping your legs up and like putting your hands behind your head and just relaxing. And then you go back to a regular movie theater and it's like, oh, this sucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, even going to Harkins that has their their more premium seats, it's like you, you kind of just wish all of them would just switch over. Yeah. I think that's when, you know, I started going more to AMC because it was like, okay, if I'm paying for the same ticket, then I'm getting a better experience. I might as well go there. Yeah. But the one thing that Harkins had that uh, AMC never had was like, they had like, you know, the, the cups you can fill up all the time for like a dollar fifteen. The, you know, you get your, the which is the free popcorn yeah, and shirts and yeah. stuff like that. And even though they got rid of that and now it's, you, but you spend $30 yeah. and you get like 30 a month, 30 a year. Yeah. Which is still good. But, and the good thing is too, is they let you bring back the bag and you get a refill. So it doubles it. So it's yeah. like 60 free bags of popcorn a year. Yeah. Which is, that's cool. When I got the stubs, I almost never went to Harkins again because, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, maybe I'm paying $5 for this drink and then, you know, 7 to $9 for a movie, whatever. But then all of a sudden, like, oh, I, I got a, I got like $5 back. Or remember, I think I told you one time, like out of nowhere, I looked at my thing and it's like I had $15 free. Oh, really? Yeah. And so oh, I, yeah, I, I went to the movies for like the $5 movie day. Mm-hmm. I got like all my concession shit for free, you know? Yeah. And that's cool. And, and I don't have to worry about monthly or whatever, blah, blah, blah. AMC doing something like this makes a bunch of sense. Like that's honestly something that I'm interested in a lot because not only do, are you paying for that, but if you're still getting rewards and stuff, you know, like you're a regular Stubbs member, hopefully they kind of, add that like Stubbs premium to it because that would be really cool because I think that's what we were talking about. You know, some people don't like going to the movies. If you did something like that where you have your your Stubbs premium and your like movie pass thingy going side by side, then that point like going to the movies isn't costing you really much. Like you're spending, what, $20 a month and you could go to a movie Every other day, (laughs) you know, every other day you go to a movie and then, yeah, you might be paying for, you know, concessions and stuff. But at the same point, you'll be getting percentages off like, oh, hey, if you buy this like small drink, you can because I think that's what they have is like if you buy a small drink, any drink you could get or something like that, like you buy a small drink and you can upgrade to a large if you want for free. Oh, like that. Okay. And now you get like discounts like they say, hey, you know, dollar off of this, dollar off that, whatever, blah, blah. And that's really cool. I would honestly prefer it to be like a third party, like a movie pass or like yeah. they send to me or whatever. That way you're not stuck on just having to be at, at AMC or just a Cinemark or just a Harkins. Yeah. And yeah, you're paying, you know, let's say you're paying $25, but you're also getting the eight movies, whatever, right? If you're doing something like that, I think it'd be a little better because in that way, I mean, at least for us, because I know some people have loyalties, you know, some people are are loyal to one movie theater and that's the only theater they want. 
one company or whatever. But like for us, it's more of like, yeah, we could go here, we could go there, yeah. we could go there or here or there. You know what I mean? And I kind of like that. But if we're talking about just the AMC thing, then it's definitely something that I'd be really interested in because it's you know yeah because like somewhere we, I go to very often. Yeah, like we've talked about before, though. Like the good thing about being like here in this area is like. At least movie tickets aren't overpriced, so we can go from one theater to a different theater and like, or like different chain and different this other chain and that chain. Like, well, some some days they'll offer like oh five dollar days, or yeah. even Harkins is like a little bit is cheaper, or like uh, maybe you're like oh like I kind of want to get something to eat too. You can go to Roadhouse, you can go to like Studio Movie Grill. You can you have a lot of choices. Yeah, and really the only like crazy premium theater that I could think of is like that I pick in Scottsdale, which I think their movie tickets are probably like $20, something like and that. And what do you do there? It's just, it's nicer. It's, it's very nice. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like a roadhouse, but just like nice. Like I, roadhouse is nice. Yeah. I love, I actually le- legit love roadhouse, yeah. but no, it's just, yeah. I like the seating. I guess it's supposed to be nicer and, the food's a little bit more nicer or whatever. Yeah. And then maybe like um, Alamo. I know Alamo oh, probably costs more than a regular probably. ticket. Probably. I don't think it costs like $25, but it's probably think, like 15 or something yeah, like that. But then you got to pay for like everything else. Yeah. So other than that, like I really like where, we, where, where we're at with movie theaters yeah. in general. Because, yeah, like I said, like when I hear friends from out of state, Talk about that shit, and it's like, oh yeah, that that would suck. Like yeah. having to pay like <laughs> exactly fifteen dollars for a shitty seat in a shitty movie theater. Yeah, I I could see why you wouldn't want to go. Yeah, but we don't have that here, so that's cool. I I honestly think, like I said, we talked about it before. AMC doing this is the right direction. Of course, some people aren't gonna get it, you know, obviously. Mm-hmm. But imagine people like you who are who are upset with movie pass and they're like well you know i feel like i got fucked over yeah i signed up for one thing and then i get a completely different other thing yeah it's ridiculous some people like you like you know what i'll pay ten dollars more to see more movies and get more benefits and i'm okay with that because i know i'm gonna go to movie theater i do feel like probably down the line though they will introduce like a a entry level one for like ten dollars we get like a movie a week or something or a movie a month. Yeah. But you'll still get like the, the stubs, stubs and stuff like that. Uh which makes sense. And like I said, I honestly think sooner or later Harkins is gonna join. I think so too. Harkins might be the cheapest one too. It would probably would be. And it would probably it would probably be like Cinemarks where it's like one movie a month and you get like discounts on concessions. Yeah. Because even with their like awards membership, it's like you gotta spend like you gotta get two hundred points. It's one point per dollar. You gotta spend two hundred dollars to get five dollars back for Harkins. Yeah. What really? Yeah, that's why. I, like, yeah, that's why I was like, uh, I'm good. That's why. Like, anytime I try, I try and get you guys to use my phone number so I can get the yeah. points. Yeah, that's dumb. With uh, like even with Cinemark, you could rack that shit up easy. Yeah, like I had enough to get like a free popcorn or a free. Like two dollars off popcorn, or yeah. free like dollar off drink. Yeah, no. Uh, one pl- time, plus it was twenty percent off because yeah. you get twenty percent off ca- concessions. Um, one time, I, I think it was just me and Andrew. I can't remember. 
I got one, like I got a thing that was like a free small popcorn, I think. Yeah. And I used it and then we got drinks or whatever. And then because he wanted a, a slushy and I was like, oh, I can't, I kind of want to pay for that, whatever. And then I was doing my thing like in the theater and I realized like, I still had a bunch of points and I had one that was like a half off, a, like a medium slushy or whatever. Yeah. So I was like, all right, <laughs> that was all in the same day. <laughs> and that's like, you know, me kind of randomly using it. Yeah. Like sometimes I'll go there and not even use it. I'll, I'll forget to like scan it or something. And that's what AMC, like the regular stubs isn't that way. But the other one is like the premium one. Yeah. You get your rewards so fast because it's like, oh, shit, I, I already have five dollars in, in, you know, in my account. Like that's tight. I think it's smart. I can't wait for it to, to keep going. I kind of hope that one day a third party thing happens again. Mm-hmm. Like a really solid third party one. A really good one. For like us where we're used to going to multiple movie theaters at different times. Yeah. That, that's going to be the best for us. My mother was a very secretive and private woman. It's grandma. You know you were her favorite, right? Even when you were a little baby, she wouldn't let me feed you because she needed to feed you. She was a very difficult woman, which maybe explains me. I recognize you from your mother. What? Sometimes I swear I can feel them in the room. Oh my God! She isn't gone. She had private rituals, private friends. Who's gonna take care of me? You don't think I'm gonna take care of you? But when you die. And she wasn't altogether there. At the end. Directed by Ari Aster, Hereditary shows the dark side of family and how everything isn't always as simple as it seems. Annie, played by Toni Collette, tries to deal with her mother's death. Although it comes with challenges, seeing as not only was her mother very secretive and self-kept, but their relationship was toxic and estranged. Charlie, played by Molly Shapiro, the youngest of Annie's family, seems emotionally distraught over her grandmother's passing seemingly having the most hardest time without her grandmother there. As the family starts to settle back into their normal schedules, strange occurrences and mishaps start to spring up ever so slightly. On a seemingly boring night, Peter, played by Alex Wolf, asks his mom if he can leave to a party, Annie only agrees if he takes his little sister. Charlie, not wanting to go, is forced by Annie and the two set off. Once there, Peter almost right away leaves Charlie so he can fraternize with a school crush. So he directs Charlie to take some cake. Moments later, Charlie comes into the room, telling Peter that she can't breathe, not knowing the cake had nuts in it, something Charlie is allergic to. Peter rushes them out. As Peter is speeding down the roads, Charlie fights for air, thrusting herself about. By doing so, she opens the window to grab more air. 
Just then, Peter swerves to miss what's on the road, and Charlie pays for it as her head hits the side of the power pole. In shock, Peter drives home and heads to bed. Hours later, Annie gets ready to head out when she finds her dead daughter's helpless corpse in the back seat. Now dealing with a mother and a daughter passing, Annie tries to drag herself back to a support group, but can't find it in her to go inside. Before she leaves, she's met by an older lady. They talk, and she gives her, her number to Annie in case they ever need to talk again. Time doesn't heal much, as more and more weird and unnerving things happen to Peter and Annie. While hanging out with the lady she met at the support group, she informs Annie of speaking to the dead and proves it to her. Annie comes home to awake her family and practices herself. Stuff starts to happen, and Peter can't handle it. She thinks she stopped it, but it was only the beginning. Days pass and Peter injures himself at school, so he's sent home. That night, Annie tries to stop whatever she brought into the house by throwing the notepad that called forth the spirit into a fire. Instead, her husband goes up in flames. Peter awakes to find that no one is in the house. But as he looks over to see a dead, charred body, he's chased down by his mother, or whatever has taken over his mother's body. As he makes it upstairs, he's surrounded by random nude people thinking quick he busts through the window as he starts to get up his eyes are caught by the sight of his headless mother's body floating up to charlie's treehouse as he falls in a trance-like state he's greeted by more naked bodies his headless mother and an altar of a statue with the head of charlie on it peter just stands there as everyone bows charlie has taken over so hereditary is it hereditary it runs in the family I think that's what it means, right? Yeah. Let's talk about how shitty this movie is. Yeah, I hated it. Like, didn't answer any questions. Like, it wasn't scary. It's like, man. And I was like, what? I don't even understand. So I hated it. Which is funny because I do feel like it actually has that crowd. Oh, my that, God. Because that one girl I told you that I watch a lot, yeah. she didn't like it. Oh, my God. Really? Yeah. She was like. She, in, case, I mean, she, in case anyone's listening, I was being sarcastic. She was more of like, because I told you, like, sometimes she'll be like, well, this is okay and this is okay, but so-and-so can't pull a film and and blah, blah, blah. Can't pull like, a film? What do you mean? Yeah, like, uh, like Natalie Portman doesn't do box offices anymore. So having her get anything more than $10 million for a movie, you're overpaying. Who cares? She's a great actress. No, because she works. She works in the business. So no, she, I know. So she, oh yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So she, so she'll, she'll look at stuff like that. Like she'll say, like, oh yeah, I really like this movie, but I couldn't get over the fact that they spent like thirty million dollars on this blah blah blah, and that takes a lot from you're getting from this, this, and I, this, and, and, I, and we, taking that. I mean, and we blah, get blah, that. Blah. We, we, we work in. I mean, we've worked in production before, but doesn't matter if they're right for the role, right? Yeah, but that's what she that's what she means. Like she'll say, like, I love like she'll say, I love this movie, but I don't think like you said, like Jessica Chastain. Uh-huh. It's like I don't like Jessica Chastain. She'll she's she has some good work, but a lot of it's not good. And having her in this role that people are already building up as like Great. their favorite for it. She was like, I feel like they could have got someone better, someone with a better name, someone that has a lot more pool, someone that when you see it, you would be like, Okay. Yeah, I'm really into this, but she was like, I get she has fans and all this stuff, and she's like, and uh, she's like, I'm I like the first movie, so I'm excited to see this next one. She's very much like that, and she was like that with this movie, 
And she didn't say it was bad. She just didn't. So who she was didn't her problem, like it. though? She didn't like it as much as she was like, I preferred that movie over this. But I, I can't I can't remember what movie it was. Well, that's dumb because I was even reading like articles and I was watching a video where they're like talking about how Tony Collette should be like nominated for an Oscar for her performance in this. Because she was nominated for um, The Sixth Sense. Did you know that? Oh, yeah. She has a history of being nominated for a, like a more of a like a horror film. Yeah. We've said before, like, I feel like because well, horror. No, yeah, I think she did talk about that because she was saying that the company, the A24 or whatever, yeah. she said, well, look, they already have history with mm-hmm. um, the last two movies. So she's like, it wouldn't be too far off. Yeah, I could compl- I could completely see her being nominated for an Oscar for her performance in this because it's it's one of those roles where it's like look how far she's going to like give you emotion like she tried to kill her son yeah I'm not saying Tony Collette tried to kill her son but I'm saying Tony Collette tried to kill her son <laughs> for the longest time I'd always get her and the do you know that one movie about like the movies about like an actual like well, she plays like a trans woman. Came out. Oh years ago. no 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 no! That's Felicity Huffman. Felicity Huffman. I would always get those two mixed up all the time. Weird. And they're both like kind of like similar looking older white ladies. So, guess. <laughs> I like the movie. Um, yeah. Like I was saying, I it it definitely felt like it was it was on par weird wise with like uh, the void. Ooh, yeah. But the I think The Void had more, like, out there. Yeah. And it definitely... Because The Void started off way earlier with a lot of the weirdness. Mm-hmm. And just kept going and going and going well, and going. See, right? well, but this, this was de- more of a... a it like builds. A, yeah, it was more of like an off-put where instead of getting it on the beginning, you start to get it towards the end. Because they throw little hints here and there, and you're like, what's that? What What are we... Yeah. Why am and I even, looking at that? And even, like... Towards the end, well, that whole, like, when it starts to really kick off, there's a point where you're kind of even thinking that maybe it's just a ghost. Yeah. Or, like, a demon, or just a demon, you know what I mean? Like, you don't really, you don't really have this whole ties of, like, it being a cult or anything like that. Yeah. So, that was pretty cool. I know it wasn't the scariest movie, but I don't think it was meant to be the scariest movie. I think it was meant to be, like, Are you sure? Because... Because like, a lot of people fancy. are calling it the scariest movie of all time now. I don't think so. No, but but I, I think it was supposed to be more like like in your head. You're just like it's more psychological. Yeah, I guess. like like it's it's upsetting for you watching it type of deal as yeah. opposed to like because it wasn't super suspenseful, but there were some parts. Mm-hmm. But I think it's just that whole that whole feeling of like and there's kind some- of like disgust disgust yeah and there and see i didn't see any trailers before watching this movie and i highly recommend you not reading anything or watching anything before seeing this movie if you're listening to this stop listening to it go see the movie right now all right come back but you you literally just said what the movie was about (laughs) i know i did but whatever (laughs) anyways 
because when I went in not having seen anything, it really did surprise me. What like because it's like what you said with Infinity War, how you were like trying to avoid everything, and so it gave you a better experience. Well, that that helped with this too. Like I got a better enjoyment from this film, and like it it really built its way up, and like. I had no idea what was going on or what was happening because I didn't even know what the movie was about going in. And then so then when it gets to parts where like, spoiler, she smashes her face on the light pole or the power line and you're just like, oh my God, they did it. (laughs) They killed that little girl. Oh, you didn't didn't see Incredibles, huh? Uh Uh-uh. I haven't seen it yet. When I first heard about it, I just heard about it. And it was one of those movies that I think um, I want to say like Elijah Wood was talking about, like him loving it. And there's another like star talking about it. It was like, remember, I think we talked about it being at um, South by Southwest. Oh, yeah. And that was one of the movies that people were like really into. Just from there, it was on my radar of like, okay, this is something kind of look into whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then I, I think I just saw the one trailer. And then when I was like, yeah, I'm going to see it. Also, I didn't know that the the son. Alex Wolf. Yeah. I didn't know he was that one kid in that one Naked Brothers band that used to be on Nickelodeon. He's in that? Yeah. My my cousin used to watch it. Obviously, it's a long time. It was a while ago. So he was like a little guy. But they just don't look the same to me. And then oh. when someone pointed out, I was like. No, he's not. And I looked it up and I was like, holy shit, he is. (laughs) So that's cool. I've always kind of liked him in things too. So seeing him in this movie, like, because at first, the one thing that I kind of like about this movie, and I think some people wouldn't really care for, is it diverts you into one thing and gives you another. Yeah. Because you think it's all going to be about Charlie. Yes. And technically it is. Technically the whole movie is about her. Yeah. But... But when they kill her and you're like halfway through the movie or even more so, yeah, you're like, what the because I because at first, like once I realized like, oh, she's dead. I was like, no fucking way. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, are you serious? Yeah. And then and they didn't really bring up much about it till towards the end where she like, like, you know, like he sees her. Yeah. know, starts to hear the. Yeah, and that's fucked um, up. And all that stuff. And and I don't know. It was really cool because it, it, it really shifted it from like the whole time you're thinking that it's going to be all about her. It's going to be about her and stuff like yeah. that. I mean, really, it's it's what's her name's movie. Tony Collette. But when you're watching it, it starts to shift to she's always a fore, forefront. But you think it's about Charlie and all this stuff. And then she dies and what the fuck. And then really it starts to deal with Peter and you're thinking what's going to happen or whatever, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then he starts going crazy because he starts seeing things. And then like when he's in class, remember, and his arm yeah. shoots up and then like he starts smashing his face. And everyone's like, oh man, Peter's crazy. Yeah. That's classic <laughs> Peter. Classic Peter. And, and I actually really like that because I feel like we talk about doing stuff like that a lot. Yeah. But a lot of times people don't want that to happen because they're like. Oh, well, why am I going to care about this character then if it's not like we talk about like we love with the uh, feast oh, yes. it, it makes fun of that whole thing. Because oh, man, we should do that movie you're, like you're like you're waiting for so and so to be yeah. the hero. Then they die. Then you wait for another hero. Then they die. And <laughs> then, like, well, who the fuck's going to you know do yeah. it? 
and, and then like they literally give it to you like towards the end, don't they? Yeah, and it's funny because yeah, in movies you're waiting for the hero to save the day and stuff. What's, and, what's funnier with that movie is that it's so unexpected and it just comes like out of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> they just like say it. And I think that we're more fans of like the unusual and unexpected in movies. Yeah. I feel like we give a lot more like when someone wants to take liberties with the movie, we'll be like, all right, let's see where this pays off. As opposed to I feel like most moviegoers will... They'll see even, something that it's like, this doesn't make sense. I'm not, I'm not even though they it. complain that, like, oh, I want to be surprised. And then yeah. they get a surprise and they're like, whoa, I didn't want that. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I don't want that type of surprise. I wanted what was in my head type of surprise. Yeah. Like, you could do something crazy where the end of the movie's in the beginning, right? And then everything else. And then at the end, you're just like, oh, wait, so... Dude's in the beginning. Oh, that's dumb. I don't like that. Yeah. But it's it's like it's it's like an artistic way of of doing it. You know what I mean? And I think I I I genuinely like to see people try to do stuff differently with like films and TV shows and whatnot. I think that's really why I like Westworld because they like to give you these separate timelines, yeah. and then they try to brush them to where you're like. Is this one timeline? Is it two? Is yeah, it, and then you can't even tell. Is it, you're like, is it two different ones in the same time area or in the same um, time? Or is it one in the past, one in the present? What's happening? You don't know. Who knows? Do you know? I don't know. Do it's you like, know? Is that character in the past? No, wait. But is that one in the future? Yeah. Even today, like I said, it's like, wait, is that? Wait, so which one is? So is it happening at the same time as? <laughs> So wait, what is the future? So are they showing the future? Any? But I like that. It's yeah. cool. It's different. I mean, yeah. Sometimes it's confusing, but it, I think you're meant to be confused. Yeah. <clears throat> and a, in a movie like this, that's what they do. They take something where you think you're gonna get something, and then they're like, "Oh, the creepy girl. Oh yeah, she's gonna kill her mom." Or, "Oh, she's like gonna be this like demon like house bomb." Oh, well, she died. Yeah. What the fuck? I cut her head. Her head got chopped off. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? You know what I mean? Yeah. And it, it subverts you to thinking something else. And you're like, okay, she, she's going to come back and haunt them. But that's not really the case either. No. So, Because it's not until like the cult and everything starts coming into play that where that's when Tony Collette's character goes and finds the other the lady who's in the grandmother's cult and then she, she starts but she doesn't know and she starts introducing her to like oh these incantations if you do these you can talk to your daughter again you can talk to Charlie but then and, it's like it invites the spirit and in. I kind of do like how I kind of do how like how they kind of brush that away yeah because I feel like a lot of movies they really focus on that. like that would be the main these thing ancient of them. scriptures of like Sumerian talk and yeah, but they're like, I don't know, there's just something you said, let's just do it. <laughs> yeah, she's just basically, come on, let's just do it. Or like, technically, she did it beforehand. Remember, she's like, I already yeah. did it, and blah blah blah. Uh, um, or like, I really like the effects too, like you know, that light effect that they did where uh, it looked like, like it, the you, shine. Yeah, I was like, that's really you mean cool. The, the shining, yeah, sorry, the shining. You know what? I, I think this was on purpose. What. There was a lot of when they did the exterior shot of like, I think it's, I don't know if it's usually the house or the forest or whatever, 
it looked like because you know in the beginning how they do that thing where it's the the playhouse yeah the miniature the thing and it pushes in yeah I think they were I think, I think that yeah, it's they were, meant to do yeah, that yeah they the were doing movie. like a t- yeah they were doing a tilt shift through the movie which I really like because it really gives you that same feel of like so is this the miniature or is this yeah the real thing and that's what I was waiting for the whole time of like is this like all gonna be in oh, Charlie's head and stuff weird. or you know what I mean yeah. Um, of course, it never, never really does. And then, like, it's cool, too, like, how they play off, like, Charlie making all of those weird things. Yeah. And at the end, it's, like, they do it, too. Yeah. Because it's just, what is it? Like, one of the seven... It's one, one of the eight... Or eight demons. Kings of Hell King, or something. Yeah, whatever. Which... Um, what's his name? <laughs> Paimon or something? Pyru, motherfucker. Oh. Sorry, Pyro. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> the little, the little bits of it that I feel like you could, people would overlook. I really enjoy it. I mean, it's not a, it's not a big deal, but yeah, I like, like when you're looking outside and everything. Like when they had this, the exterior shot and it's setting up, you know, before they go in and it looks like kind of fake. Yeah, but like it's real, but it's fake. And and it's just like. Even the effect of her floating through the air, remember? Like, it didn't look cheesy. Like, yeah. it looked, like, real. It was like, how do they do that? Because she really did it. <gasps> really? Yeah, she actually, um, they really did find oh. this ancient scripture. That's what the movie's about. See, and you know what? When they were saying stuff about, like, how, oh, there was, like, a terrible smell in the house, I thought it was going to set up for, like, oh, it's a demon, right? Like... That's what I was expecting. Yeah, because that, that, you know that's, that's what usually comes what. hand in hand. But then when like, you find oh, out, demon smell of sulfur. It's like, oh no, it's the it's the a gr- dead body, a dead body up in the attic. It's yeah. just like, and I, and I also like how um, Gabriel Byrne, what's his name, right, the dad, he's like skeptical. But he, he kind of wants to, like, you can tell he kind of wants to believe, especially after seeing the body. He, like, kind of wants to believe her. But he just can't. He's like, you you suffer from schizophrenia. Because I think that's where it's like the hereditary comes in, right? Where he's like, your, your family has a history of being, like, crazy. <laughs> so We're not crazy. Would a crazy person be yelling about a dead body in the attic and trying to tell you that she's talking to her dead daughter through a glass? Yeah. <laughs> I think his character is just meant to be... The skeptic, the yeah. normal, everyday you in the movie. Yeah. Because even the, I feel like even the, the brother was supposed to always play the victim, mm. which is true. Like, I thought that was really cool, too, how they kind of, they set up, like, that this was set, you know, when he was born. Yeah. See, I wonder if she was always in a cult, like, in her, like. I, I want to say, yeah, because wouldn't she have to have, have worked to get to getting that demon inside of her. It makes you think like, well, was Annie like born into the cult? Did her mom come into the cult like after, Oh, you know, like after her dad died or something or like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't know. Makes you think. Or was her brother the one who was in it? Because remember how they say he killed himself or whatever. And so then is that what caused the multiple, because she had schizophrenia, right? The mom? Yeah, Isn't that so. what they say? And, like, so it was because... But 
wasn't it that they needed like a a male? Yeah, they needed a male body. Oh, male body. That's what it um, was. Which I'm assuming that they tried to. I'm assuming that the first time they tried was with Charlie, thinking that because they couldn't get Peter. Yeah. See, because it makes me think because she goes, "Well, I like I think it's something like I gave you to Grandma because yeah. you know we we were so sheltered with Peter or whatever." Yeah. Was that on purpose? Like, did she, was Maybe. she, you know, like, has she always been this way? But like the normal persona is that like the real fake persona? I don't know. Like, I'm not saying that she's, she's always meant to give the kids, but I mean, like, you know, she could have got brainwashed and she, you know, she, she said these things up. Like, I, I don't know. But, but either way, like, I feel always refreshed when these movies come out mm. because I already know what most movies are going to give you. And I'm not saying that it's bad or anything. Like, I mean, we purposely went to go watch Insidious, you know, the last Insidious movie on purpose. We went, paid money (laughs) yeah, to watch it, but because we knew what kind of movie it was. Like we weren't expecting this like huge film of like, Oh, it's, 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 it, it deals with, all these, you know, these things and all makes you think. And the you, first know, one and was more like that, where it's like, oh, it's something very, like, unique and, like, this is new and, you know what I mean? Like, but when you get to the fourth one, you're just like, they're doing something a little bit more silly. <laughs> okay. It deals with time travel. All right. Yeah. Um, I get it. But, yeah, but, I mean, we're used to those movies and we're fine with them. Yeah. Like, when that when that second Annabelle movie came out. I was like, yeah, like it's it's a movie to watch. We want to go to movies. Let's watch it, whatever. And that was surprisingly good, but it wasn't nothing spectacular. It was good. Yeah. Like I would genuinely tell people, like, hey, yeah, if you want, you know, if you're into these movies, you want a good movie. Like I feel like this is just on. Feel like on that same level as like the first Conjuring or something. Yeah, it kind of felt more like the second Conjuring, but I genuinely liked it. Okay. But I mean that's what we know we're gonna get to. Yeah. And with these movies, like we talk with like the void and even even movies like even movies like uh my friend Dahmer where we know that it's like biographical and we know kind of what things are going on. Yeah. The whole movie isn't meant to be, you know, like a crazy slasher movie. No, it plays into like this fucked up kid that's gonna do fucked up things yeah. and you're watching it because you know it and it's scary because you know that it's real and that he was real. It's, These are really his friends. Oh, that, speaking of. What? Uh, what's his name? Who? That, uh, the same guy, Alex, whatever. Alex Wolf? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's right. He was in that. Yeah. I completely forgot. Yeah, that's what I said. Like, I, usually I everything he, he's in, he's, he's pretty good. In I it. knew he looked familiar, but I was like, well, I don't know what he's from. Yeah, so clap for him. <clears throat> but yeah, like even in that movie... I think you're scared because you know that this shit is real. They're not showing it. There's nothing really. The only really terrifying, intense move part of that whole movie is the ending, which you know nothing happens because because yeah, he's obviously he, telling the story. Yeah. <laughs> but still, like it's just that feeling of dread. Yeah, and and it they do it really well. And yeah. and when you take these movies like that and you go a different way as opposed to like. This ghost is throwing this. I mean, technically, there was a part of it, but it's not just we got to say these prayers and get rid of this demon and that's it. It's like, 
no, this is this is what's happening now. Yeah, like, this is reality, and that's what I I I think these like weird movies, these kind of quirky movies, like crazy suspenseful movies. I think I like Annihilation too. Something weird and different. Mm-hmm. It's it's so refreshing when most everything else is just jump scares. Yes, and I really like that. Like I I genuinely like that. Um, I'm not saying this is one of my favorite horror movies. It's a really good one. But yeah, it's probably one of my favorite movies of the year. Mm -hmm. Um, It's definitely a movie that I'll watch again. Yeah. It's probably a movie that... I think it would be good to watch again because I feel like you're going to see things that second time that you're like, oh, that makes more sense now. Yeah, because I haven't even tried looking online for like people's, you know, reactions or like, well, you know, because people do like... What does the ending mean? And stuff like that. Yeah. Sometimes I watch those, but uh, this one I haven't even tried. I just, you know, just taking it in for myself and I like it. And yeah, this is definitely a movie that I'll, I'll watch again. I think it's going to be one of those movies that even though it's not going to be like my most played movie, it's going to be a movie that further down the line, like if, if I'm at home, nothing watching and it's on Netflix, I'll be like, oh, Hereditary's on here. Click. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think I think it does have that like rewatchability, and I do put it up there with those films like um, like The Void. We know they're not the greatest horror film. They're so different. Trying to be a be out there that yeah, it ma- it makes me like it a little bit more. Yeah, kind of like It Follows, where it's like it gives you something a little bit different than what you normally see. Yeah. But see, I feel like It Follows is a great film. That's a really good film, though. Yeah. <laughs> I, I definitely think that anyone who likes the horror genre yeah. gives a chance. I do understand why some people definitely don't like it or they're like, oh, this again. But I feel like if you're a real, like a real genuine fan of horror, you at least appreciate the story. Yes. And the acting. Yeah. Even if the whole, like, you don't necessarily like the movie and the things that are happening. I think the acting's really good. And the story that they're trying to tell, how they they fake you out halfway yeah. through the movie, I really, you know, I genuinely like that too. So yeah, it's definitely something that I think was worth rewatching. And like, yeah, you said like definitely try to watch it see if there's anything else. So yeah, hereditary, good film, bad card. Yeah. <laughs> I guess we'll do something a little bit uh, different from like some issues that we've talked about in like different segments more recently. I guess we'll talk about something a little bit more entertaining, like scary mo- moments or like what made us feel dread. I know we kind of we talked about it in the horror genre um, bonus episodes we did. So for this segment, what we're gonna do is we're gonna just talk about our top five scary movies, right? Or it's movies that you find terrifying. Movies I find terrifying. Like for oh. instance, I could watch Jaws and not give a shit. Well, when I first watched Jaws for the first time, that movie actually did kind of, it didn't scare me. There was one moment where it actually did like, I was watching, it's the the part where he's going underwater to like check out the boat underneath the water and like he's like swimming around, swimming around, it's like quiet and he's like, and all you hear is just, you don't really hear anything, you don't see too much and then all of a sudden that head like comes out of nowhere and that that part like made me jump. So that's your number five. I guess. You know what? I got one. Okay. I'm trying to remember the name. It's the one with Anthony Hopkins a few years back where he played a priest. Silence of the Lambs? He played a priest. (laughs) 
the right. The right. Maybe it was could have been a, a various amount of things. Uh-huh. But me and my ex girlfriend went to see that movie last showing just at like midnight. <laughs> yeah. So that could have been one. But there were some like genuinely like spooky things in that film. Really? I never got to see that one. Is um, that one good? Yeah, because the whole thing is he is that the guy's one, a priest. Is that one with Michael Pena? I don't think so. Oh, okay, never mind. But there's one where he plays a priest yeah, too, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think me and Tyler saw that one. Oh, okay. Oh, go <laughs> on. Which is also the last showing. Oh, because <laughs> um, it was the only movie playing in the <laughs> movies. He plays a he plays someone who is a priest, but is like losing faith in the church. Mm-hmm. Or yeah, I think so. And then he comes to the Vatican and. He starts to work with Anthony Hopkins, who's like this badass demon hunter guy. Yeah. And the whole time he doesn't want to believe it. And he's like, the like the one girl he says, oh, she's faking it. This is why. Oh, she's doing this. This is why. Like, this is this. And as the movie goes on, you know, he starts to believe it. It's a real story, too. Yeah. Like, the guy's a real priest. He wrote a book about it. Huh. Apparently, like, I don't know if, like, the stuff happen exactly how it you know <laughs> it is a hollywood it's movie based on a true story yeah but um but he did have those experience and he and now he is like one of those priests that they send out to help with um exorcism and stuff like that okay it's not anything wonderful but like just the whole i don't know the whole aesthetic of it i mean most of it takes place in like uh italy and stuff like that yeah so maybe that's part of it <laughs> I think they come back to the states too. I can't really remember, but yeah, come back to America. Yeah, but um, I yeah, I remember like being here and us laying down, and you're like and freaking just out, just like being in a dark room and stuff. It's <laughs> just like, huh? All right, okay, all right, yeah, huh? All right, well, <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm just gonna turn the light on. <laughs> No, but I I genuinely remember feeling like kind of creeped out after yeah. the movie. So I'll put I'll put that S five right now. Okay. The, I guess one that I can say it didn't scare me, but it more creeped me out was and I feel like it's mostly because like my my mom would say like, Oh, this is such a scary movie and this is so creepy and like you know, you like you just hear it from like adults like, Oh, this is really scary. Uh the parts in Nightmare on Elm Street, like right when Johnny Depp's character gets introduced and he's like making the noise outside and they can't see him and then he comes in and scares them but then right when they also when they like show her dream uh the what's the blonde girl's name I forgot not the main character um not Nancy but when she has a dream and he's like chasing her and his arms are like all long and then and then he like tears up in his shirt and like cuts himself or whatever right or does he cut himself in his like his hands or something yeah i don't know that that always kind of like just kind of like creeped me out it didn't really like scare me but i could say that that was like a real like one that was like yeah because i've always thought about that like because i think that also plays into like why i like things where it's like dreams where it's because in dreams, like, such weird things can happen. Like, that's kind of what explains, like, you know, him, like, having all these huge arms and doing all this weird stuff. I Those movies never really scared me. I think because when we started watching a lot of scary movies, 
yeah. they were they were more for entertainment as uh-huh. opposed to like when I try to get my nephews to watch it, I'll, I will try to like scare yeah. them. I don't ever remember being scared by like Chucky. Well, that's what I said. Or, it never really scared me. It more creeped me out. Than yeah. Anything. Or um, I'm trying to think. I don't think Friday the Thirteenth either. I'm trying to think of any of those movies back then, like really like scared you. Scared you. you. Texas Chainsaw. Or are you just talking about like movies through the nineties? No, just like older movies in general. Well, I do remember. I do remember watching the first, the sec- second Texas. Yeah, that was the first one I think I watched. You know what? I'll put I'll put on my list too. That it's not. I don't. I mean, I know it's not scary, but I guess we'll say more memorable horror films was Rumpelstiltskin <laughs> because yeah. I had watched that movie at my house in Phoenix. Yeah, this is when we were kids, and. My aunt would pick, like, me and sometimes my other cousins, like, would come to my house. Then we'd come back to the reservation, and we all stay the night, right? Yeah. And one of the nights I do remember, after it was after that movie, and especially back then, like, coming over here, it's, like, really dark. And just thinking, like, because I was by the window, just thinking, like, because in the scene, there in that movie, there's a scene where he's like on the car and stuff, yeah, or hiding on the car, or whatever. And I do remember like thinking, like, oh, what if he's there? Like, what if he's right there? <laughs> and like being kind of scared about it, yeah. But I, I really don't like. Other than that, I don't really remember much. But I do remember that specific thing happening. Huh. So you know that must have scared me enough to where that happens. That's true. I'll put that on there, but I know another movie that would definitely go on there. But what's your next one? Yeah, next one. Um, I would put I would put the right before that. I'd put that at five. I'd put the right before that, and I think I know like one. Well, you do your first. Okay, so my next one I will say is uh, when we first watched the Babadook. It was really dark. We, we watched it in the dark because remember you had to like download it or something, or you had it downloaded because yeah. we, we it wasn't on Netflix yet. And so we're like, we heard like, oh, this is supposed to be a really good movie, but it's the part where she's like laying in bed and she like starts hearing things and like she looks over and like he's just like standing there oh, yeah. because it's just like so creepy because it's like. Especially like when you hear like stories from from my family and like you see certain things and you, you know hear these what? noises. Yeah, you know what? I, I I guess like like thinking about it now, I think the fact that it was more animated, like yeah. scary, is creepy. Yeah, because you could easily like try to make it realistic and like demons or whatever, but the fact that the character itself looks very like silly and animated, and he's just standing there, it's just like. And it just, it freaked me out because I was like, oh my God. <laughs> like, because you always think, like, even as a little kid, you're, you're, you're when you, when you see like a, because one thing that always kind of like freaked me out was like having like a door open because like, what if you woke up in the middle of the night and you like look and you're like, there's just something standing there. Yeah. Especially like even now where sometimes you'll be like, you could be sitting here and at the corner eye, you think you see something. Yeah. And- and just look fr- and it's it freaks like, you out. Like I did that the other night. I could have sworn I saw. I thought my nephew was going to lay down on my sister's bed. Yeah. And I I swear I saw 
like something move and I'd look and I put my flashlight and I got up and I was like, so I was ready to be like, what are you doing here? But no one. Huh. <laughs> so, you know, but yeah, I, I definitely, I can see that. I think that movie is more entertaining for me. Like I said, it was one of yeah. those like different type yeah. of movies. So like I was like, kind of. I think oh, it was cool. just that one part that it was like, it gets to you where you're like, oh shoot. Um, I don't know if it would be number three or number two, maybe even number one because it definitely was freaky and it's creepy. And even watching it now, like, you could see why. But um, the Leprechaun, <laughs> the first Leprechaun, first Leprechaun. <clears throat> yeah, because like. The whole movie is all in this one area where there's nothing else except oh. for the house. And even like in the beginning when they go down to the basement, it's an old creepy basement. And, you know, he's in the box and stuff like that. Plus, like the fact that he just looks like a creature. Yeah. Adds to it. And like, like, don't get me wrong, like, you know, being a kid and watching it and fuck you lucky charms like yeah <laughs> yeah you know we shouldn't be saying that but it was so funny but that movie like it's like there's parts of that movie where, where they're genuinely creepy and they creep me out like i can watch it now like i can watch it pitch dark and not be scared but yeah i just i remember like that being one of those movies that i always found really creepy like even more so than i remember walking in on the exorcist and mm-hmm. just kind of being like oh this is a scary movie yeah that that movie never really like scared me scary my sister's the one who's like yeah you guys took me when i was like 8 years old to see it and like i'm so i was like it scared me and this and that it's like it wasn't even that scary yeah. and that's regarded as the scariest movie of all time true until hereditary took until the throne hereditary. <clears throat> but yeah but leprechaun was definitely like it was, I think, like, the creepy part of it was, like, it was this little monster demon thing. Little in the middle of nowhere, you know? Yeah. And I think that's what kind of, like I said, with Rumpelstiltskin, too, like, that was the same thing. So, um, yeah, maybe I just have a fear of, like, midgets or something. Are you my mom? Yeah. Cool. That's why my next movie is Willow. The scariest <laughs> movie of all. <laughs> and then after that, it's The Wizard of Oz. That's The Wizard of Oz. No, but for <laughs> for my number two, I guess it's actually it's two movies because they deal with the same kind of thing. It's got to be Pet Cemetery and Trick or Treat. There's two moments in there that just kind of like freaks me out because it's the part where he gets the little kid. Uh, Gage, he gets hit by the truck, and that's always freaking me out. Like whenever like little kids die in movies, and then in Trick or Treat, when the bus driver, remember he like chains up all the kids and he like gives them all candy, and then he like <laughs> drives it off the uh, the cliff. But it's like those poor that's like cool. mentally handicapped children. You just killed all of them. It's pretty cool, Don. I don't know what movie you're watching. That to me, those those moments always like freak me out to where it's like I can't like I can't watch them. Is that why you hated Hereditary? No, I didn't hate Hereditary. She was old enough. She was eight. (laughs) You know what? I'll put on there because I thought it was like genuinely exciting, but also kind of creepy. Yeah. Because it felt more real. I mean, not real, real, but real. Um, the first paranormal activity. Ooh, yeah. B- 
because that was something that my sister brought up to me. And I was like, I have no idea what you're talking about. And then, like, I realized I had, like, this weird, like, kind of cult following mm-hmm. because it was, like, they would try to show it to these people. Yeah. And then they would try to show it to these people. And they didn't have, a, a like, a nationwide release or anything. No. And then that's why you had to, like, remember you had to vote. Yes. <laughs> where you wanted it. And it, Arizona won, but it was in Tucson. Uh. And then we decided to track out there and, and watch it. And I genuinely, like, I understand how the other movies have a little bit more scares in them. Yeah. But I think I, I like the idea that. The simplicity. This, of yeah. It. Yeah. Like this thing is there and it's slowly building up and what have you. And whether or not you like the ending or you think the movie's scary. I thought that that movie was good enough to, like, make you feel like. <gasps> Yeah, <laughs> and I th- I think especially at that time, it was very organic. Like having those crowd reactions because there are movies that I th- I feel like watching them by yourself and then watching them in big crowds like that, they do definitely give you two different feelings. Yeah, and that's definitely a movie I feel like if you didn't watch it in this like giant crowd where everyone's reacting then you probably have a different feel for it. Yes. But that's definitely yeah. a movie where I'll put it on there just because I remember being like, this is awesome. And like, like being kind of like, oh, oh, like, oh, Lord Jesus. <laughs> so I'll, oh, I'll, Lord. I'll, I'll, I'll put that on there. Okay. I guess for my number one, I'll say is when I first saw Insidious, because I saw it very late. I saw it at midnight. And then, like, I had to go into my house, which is creepy. All lights off. And you have to walk in there. And you're just like, man, that movie is so scary. Like, it was so scary the first time seeing it. Especially when she's talking at the table. It's so intense, too. Because, like, the camera's, like, pushing in on her and pushing in on them. And, like, it's just pushing in on her. And she's talking about the dream that she had. And then it just switches and it's um what's his name um patrick wilson and he's sitting there and then that red face demon's there and it's just like oh, oh yeah, my yeah. god yeah, <laughs> or yeah. even when she she's talking about the drink or she's and remember it's like pointing at the kid and it's like that's creepy it's creepy as shit hmm. tiny tim that was the second one that's the first that's in all of them i think oh, or the first one um, oh the first two Okay, yeah, definitely playing Tiny Tim like that. <laughs> Freaks me the fuck out. You know, I'm trying to think of them right now. Like, like I said, I probably was maybe scared of things, but I don't think I was like terrified of things. But one movie that I think because it made it so fresh, yeah, and and you had different types of scares worked really well. Uh, the first VHS. Oh yeah, That's because those ones they were everything was different, and they were short enough to where I feel like the scare that they pulled off was good enough. Yeah, that's a really good one. Yeah, I mean even like even the one that I always point out to because it's so funny because these other ones are so 
more fantastical. Yeah, yeah, they're 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 so magical Th- in a this, way. This is like the only ground. I think even of all the sequels too, this is the only grounded one. Yeah, isn't it? because well, the first one was like a succubus. So no, well, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, but the 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 lesbian lovers one. Yeah, was just like Jesus fucking Christ. Like to the point where I I remember joking about it a lot, but I mean I was like. Oh, that could happen because you know my ex after we dated she started dating girls and then we kind of were still a thing too so then i just laid there every night and look at her and be like if you fucking stab me in my neck bitch swear to fucking god <laughs> no but like i mean that like you know what i mean like even yeah. that like that's normal real terror because that's real. Like that could really happen. You could really have this thing happen to you, where you know someone that you think you love and that you loves you like just kills you. So you're telling me that aliens implanting their babies inside of girls that are crazy and have histories of with mental health isn't something that's real. No, I don't know what planet you live on, but that's the one I live on. Gaia. <laughs> I feel like this is more of like our most memorable horror movie moments. Yeah. As opposed to favorite horror movies. Yeah, that was something that I'm pretty sure that when I first heard about that too, a lot of people didn't like it because it was found footage and whatnot. Oh, VHS? Yeah. Yeah. And especially having its predecessors where I feel like, although good, weren't as, to me, aren't as good as the first one. The fact that the stories are so short that they give you enough time where you're invested to where you could could get scared. And once you get scared, it moves on. And then the whole through story, too, of like, it's this house with all these VHS tapes. Like, what's happening here? I really hope that. I I really wish they'd just make another one so they could pay it off some way. Yeah. But I don't know. Either way, I really like that. Like, it was... You know, more so than something like uh, Trick or Treat, where it was both, you know, they all have their different stories. Yeah. I love Trick or Treat, but I feel like it's a different feel than VHS. Yeah, it is. VHS definitely made you like, oh, tiny horror film. Something that I was really excited about when the ABCs of Death came, (laughs) and then they sucked. I never saw those. Are those good? They're like like literally one in every, like, 15 is like, oh, it's actually pretty cool. And it's the, the Salvabus, so there's only 26. Yeah. So, so you mean like two? Yeah. No, one? Yeah. <laughs> I, I put that up there. That definitely was one of those movies that were like, fuck yeah. That's, that's scary. Yeah. Or creepy too, but. Thank you guys for listening. Yeah, thank you guys so much. I appreciate it. I really do. Make sure you follow us on Instagram and Twitter at INTB underscore. Podcast. Make sure. Oh, podcast. <laughs> INTB underscore podcast, Instagram, yes. Twitter. Make sure you check us out on all your favorite listening devices. Yeah, we're on Stitcher. We're on iHeartRadio. We're on, we're on Google Play. I think the only thing we don't have is Spotify. Yeah, but I mean, if you guys really want us to, you can email us at intbpodcast at gmail.com and let us yeah. know. I think that's... The Spotify makes it a lot more difficult to where you're like, damn, do we really need it on there? Yeah, because we got to do like an application and this and then they got to review it and they got to. But like, if it's worth it, I mean, that would do it. But till then, you know, 
you can just go on our yeah go on instagram and twitter's whatever like there's the the pippa uh feed on there which yeah. is it updates as soon as we update it so yeah so thank you guys so much for listening we um, appreciate it also check out our side podcast um what's good with oh yeah we try and do that every week also we try and give you guys a little bit more extra earlier in the week and then you guys get this later in the week yeah and we are working on a couple of things in the future so please be on the lookout for that things that i feel like are going to be really good i feel like if we do it well enough it's going to pay off really well and you guys are going to want to be here in the beginning to be like oh yeah i remember when that that first started (laughs) yeah until then you know take care and remember guys it's not that bad